Welcome to the Maven Nation. Maven Nation, your tactical podcast to getting more, 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 or less. With your host, Michael Andrew. Good morning, everybody. Michael the Maven here. It is January 3rd, 2018, and I am back in Maui. I've been back for about a week. I've been a little sick. Ironically, I got sick right after I left Puerto Rico. Uh, the, the podcast that I recorded in the parking lot in Caguas was very well received. Thad Forrester, a good friend of mine, interviewed me from the airport. It's a great interview. If you guys want to listen to it, I'll put the link in the description of either the blog or the podcast page. But first, let me say thank you guys so much for your support. When I left back in September, I had no idea you know what what would happen in terms of how how long I would be there. And uh it just became one of these things. Let's see how far we can take this. That that's a theme that comes for me a lot in uh, disasters. Is I want to I want to push the limits and see what's possible and what can be done, and um, and that's what happened. I just kept on you know staying longer and longer and longer. And there's some very important reasons for it. Hopefully, I will be able to share with you the most important lessons learned. I'm going to give you one today. It's incredible in terms of the differences of of being a disaster aid worker full-time and then coming back to regular life. It's very different in regular life. And it feels like normal life is largely made up of minutia. All these little teeny details that kind of like errands that we have to do and they don't have a meaningful impact on either ourselves or other people. That's what I'm noticing the most. That's the hardest thing that I'm struggling with right now because I wanted to stay in the land of big thoughts in helping people. So the most important lesson that I can give you is the difference between what I feel now and what I felt there in Puerto Rico in terms of service. And when I say service, what I mean is to give meaningful service to somebody in need. There's obviously different levels of need, and we can get into that conversation. But Time and again, for myself and others, I remember uh, talking with a friend, telling them that I felt like I was the richest man in the world. You know, this is like eight weeks in. I feel like there, I couldn't have been happier. And in fact, when I look back on my whole life, I can honestly say the happiest moments of my life so far were in Puerto Rico, serving people, long days, 12, 14 hours sweating, exhausted. Uh, hungry, dirty, sometimes no air conditioning, sometimes no electricity, you know, depending on the situation. Happiest moments of my life. Strange. And, you know, when I, when we're, went back home now, I, I'm starting to feel these societal pressures to seek for happiness in other ways, in less meaningful ways. For example, the pursuit of money or the pursuit of vanity metrics, you know, and on whatever it is, your YouTube or your Instagram or your Facebook likes and stuff that will not bring you happiness. And I think the lesson that I've learned is how to become happy. If, if you were to go to anybody and ask them, how would you become happy? I guarantee you 90% of them can't give you a firm answer. How does an individual become happy? And I'm going to give that to you guys right now. It's easy to do. I'm going to tell you how to do it. And you can do it at any time in your life. You know, we had some retirees. We had adults. We had young adults, teenagers. I've seen kids do this. 
The secret to happiness is to serving your fellow man. That's it. That's all there is to it. And when you look at the requirements to serve your fellow man in a meaningful way, the only common denominator I found in every single person that I worked with was they had a willing heart. For whatever reason, something in their mind said, I am going to put myself second and I'm going to go out and help some people. There are some incredible, borderline magical things that happen when a person does this. And I would always ask the other volunteers every chance I get, what, what makes you do this? You know, why is it? And I would get different answers, different stories, you know, this and that reason. And the only thing that you really need to have is a desire to serve. And so what I'm telling you is that if you are not happy, if you are depressed, if you are lonely, if you are sad, if you feel like your problems are beating you down, the way you become happy is you put yourself second, go find somebody that has a a deep need and fill it. Just experiment with me, please. I'm begging you. This is going to give you an experience that will change you. And listen to the feelings that you have after that service, after you've given meaningful service to somebody with no strings, no expectations. You can't give service and in turn think that this person's going to do something for you. That's not how it works. Give meaningful service to somebody who needs it. Pay attention to the feelings and the thoughts that you have afterwards. It is going to change you. Now, I don't mean to get religious, but if you look in the Bible, even Jesus said the greatest thing that you can do is to serve. And I firmly believe that in each one of us, in our in our mental state or your spirit or whatever you want to call it, there are things built into our consciousness that when we serve our fellow man, we are naturally healed in many ways. I'm going to give you some examples. I'm, I'm thinking about this warehouse experience. Some of the service was not fun. And for three days, we were repacking wet food boxes that had a, you know about $30 worth of food in them. We, they got wet and they were kind of stinky and moldy. And so we had to put them into fresh boxes before we could deliver them, clean them up. And for three days, you know, you know, some of these boxes had maggots. They were digging through there and we're hot and we don't, there's no AC and we're sweating. And, you know, we're just trying to get these food boxes ready to, to be taken out for delivery. I remember thinking, wow, this is, this is not fun. And in that moment, I just said, you know what, God, I'm just going to give this to you. This is, this is going to just be a small token of my appreciation for everything that you've done for me. And I just want to give back. And it, I know it's meaningless. I know it's nothing, but I'm, I'm just going to do this for you, God, to, to feed your children. You know, that, that was my thought. And it got me through those three days. And you know what the strange thing was? I was happy. <laughs> you know, it was, a, it was a hot, physically miserable day, but I was still happy at the end of it. And, um, you know, if you look at, uh, you know, if you want to go the route of like temptation, you know, what is it that tempts people? The vast majority of the things that tempt the human mind are ego-based. Now, that's a very interesting perspective on this because in order to give service, you have to diminish your ego. And so what I'm saying is if you are struggling with a temptation, service, serving your fellow man 
is going to decrease the power of that temptation or whatever, whatever it is you're str- struggling with addiction, you know, wh- whatever you want to call it. And this is something that I, I, you know, being in a disaster zone serving for 15 weeks, I didn't care about so many things that I used to care about these little, uh, minutia things, but the ego felt diminished. I really wanted to just help people. And, uh, you know, I think there were a couple people, maybe they didn't have their hearts exactly in the right place, but over time, as we continued to serve, you know, with each other, I would hear the same things from the other volunteers, how happy they were, how filled they were, how, uh, what a great day it was. That was something we'd always talk about. Hey, today was a great day. And, and you could expect it almost every single day, even if you were flat out exhausted. So what I'm, what I'm suggesting is to do an experiment, find an opportunity to give meaningful service somewhere. You know, you might be able to, you know, do it at a, you know, maybe a, a feeding kitchen or a homeless shelter. I don't know what it exactly the specifics of it. You, maybe you'll see somebody on the side of the road that needs help. I don't know. Maybe somebody just needs somebody to listen to them. When you give yourself to another person without any expectation of strings or return, you are going to be happier. You are going to feel filled. You're going to feel content. And the more you can do it, the greater these effects are going to be. And that's just something that, uh, you know, in terms of the biggest lessons that I've learned is I know how to be happy all the time now, find an opportunity to serve. And unfortunately, in our society, this isn't something that's really emphasized a lot, but I, I hope in future podcasts, I can come back to this theme of, of service. Definitely listen to the next podcast. I'm, I'll tell you an amazing story. I don't think I've shared it on here, but I'm going to, I'm going to share with you anyway, because so many, I had to share the, the story so many time in Puerto Rico. Um, when people were struggling or whatnot about the power of service and what it, what it does for others as well. So that is my thought and my wish for you guys today is if you are unhappy, find a way to give meaningful service to somebody in need and pay attention to those feelings that you have afterwards. Definitely going to have a lot more coming. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm just excited to be back. And, uh, you know, I personally am feeling like I need to spend my time on meaningful things. And, and this podcast is one of them. So many wonderful lessons learned that I want to share with you guys. And uh, I'm thrilled to be able to do so. So thank you guys again so much for your support. And we will see you next time.